0: Today's episode is brought to you by Zipcar. Earn $25 of free driving credit at joinzipcar.com slash usual. Zipcar is truly redefining the way people think about transportation. So give them a shot. Join zipcar.com slash the usual and earn $25 of free driving credit. Thanks for listening. The blast came
1: from the Star
0: operational dr Banner. now might be a really good time for you to get angry that's my secret captain i'm always angry hello and welcome to episode 69 of the usual podcast a podcast where we discuss star wars the old republic the star wars franchise and geek and pop culture i'm your host marshall and with me is my co-host will what up buddy Sorry, I'm looking at my phone. For God's sake. (laughs) If you're Pokemon throughout this whole episode... (laughs) I'm gonna chuck your phone out the window. Anyway,
1: 69, dude. I
0: knew you were gonna do that. Channeling my inner Bill and Ted. Okay, and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. I am drinking. I'm going first. Apparently this time, I'm drinking Ninkasi Brewing Company's Tricera Hops Double IPA, which I love and has, and have had many times. But we just took a shot of Captain. Took a picture of we it.
1: We did. We took a shot of Captain. Got mm-hmm. a little Captainus. Yep. And uh, I'm also drinking a Captain Coke.
0: I think it's good prep because we usually drink rum while we're in San Diego. We do. And but it's usually Kraken. We
1: unleash the cracking.
0: Okay. Well. Anyway, um, oh, what? speaking of that, really that quick, quick, sounds it, loud. Speaking of that, really
1: quick, I um noticed there's an event on Wednesday night, preview night. Okay. that uh, we actually we, we won't be going to, but it's um, because it's $75 to go, but it's a what? It's a hop festival, <sighs> it's a beer festival, and you get to drink like 15 different hoppy beers. And
0: yeah, they do the Heroes Brew Fest every year, too. We could actually do that, that's during the day. Um, but yeah, man, um, so we're here, we're five days out, Broseph. five days. Yeah. So we wanted to bust this one. It'll be a short-ish episode, um, kind of a hodgepodge of what we do, depending on how much Pokemon we get into. Uh, here's the thing: we will talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, we just want to get one show in. Um, maybe record episode seventy while we're in San Diego, so we're looking That'd forward to that. Cool. And um, so before wow, we get started, voice well, just here cracked. we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, we will. Hidden pu- puberty again, huh? Yeah, I yeah. am. Um, so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and SoulTorn Network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. So, of course, you know, please give us some positive ratings. We would love that, more of that. And uh, share us on any social media as you can. That was an awesome bumper, my friend. Yeah, man. I'm working on my bumpers. Dude, our bumpers are phenomenal. Oh, this is going to be the bumper episode. Uh, So before we get too deep into that, we might as well – well, we do have the time stamps in the show notes if you're going to the, skip the tour section. We don't have a lot of tour this week. But mostly what we have is controversial, so it might be inter- interesting. It is.
1: Well, you know, all the time stamps will take you right to the bumpers.
0: Yeah, straight to the bumpers. And bumpers. I try to get everybody to – those are actually bumpers, though. <laughs> I know, right? So anyway, if you don't listen to the Bad Feeling Podcast, we'll give them a, a nice little shout-out here because they, they – they spent a good quarter of their show telling us specifically um, what a bumper is and what it is not.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Brian was uh, was driving the school bus while Chuck was
0: lecturing us. It was funny because I had only said bumper in the Twitter message I sent them asking them to play the bumper. So listeners for, to their show were probably kind of confused. No, it's like, the did they ever say bumper? <laughs> <laughs> well we do say bumper a lot. Well, I like bumpers. But bumper. anyway, I I'm thank you for the lesson, boys. Um but now that I know that's your pet peeve, oh boy, is everything a bumper. <laughs> <laughs> So, please listen to the Bad Feeling Podcast, their latest episode, if you want to know what a bumper is. We're just going to say everything's a bumper.
1: Yeah, bumper's become a ubiquitous term yeah, for yeah. us, and it's going to be like the all-encompassing term for any in uh, audio d- uh, thing. And, yeah. And uh, kind of like, you know, people say Coke instead of soda. Indeed.
0: So, <laughs> thanks, boys. <laughs> Feud on. <laughs> Feud continues. Continues. All right, so let's – um <laughs> But one thing I did want to mention though, before we get to our main topics, because I, I haven't heard much from our patrons since I've changed kind of what we've been doing. And so again, if you want to be a patron of the show, you will get our shows a day or two early sometimes. Yeah. And also you're getting uh, some, oh, some, God, the prime, magic prime material. <laughs> and sometimes, okay. So here's what I did. I started a Dropbox folder for patrons. And if you give a buck or more to the show, you will get our shows at least a day or two early and you will get, um, a, access to the <laughs> the blooper folder. And I'm backlogging some of them. I'm, I'm going to play catch up when we get back from Comic Con. But every episode now I put out a, a blooper trailer too. And sometimes it's us listening, to watching something and commenting. Sometimes it's just me editing out something stupid we said, or something wildly what inaccurate he, what we he, said.
1: What he really <laughs> means is something stupid or wildly inaccurate that I said. Yeah.
0: So when I fact check Will, I have to take some of his stuff out. And so anyway, but it's a lot of fun. So definitely, you know, a bucket an episode um will get you that access to that folder. Um, and I've given it to some other folks that have support the shows in other ways as well. And we will have plenty of goodies and stuff at our cantina. So I just wanted to put all that at the front of the show before we lose people. And um, and so the fun that is the Dropbox. Yeah,
1: they even uh, they even <laughs> pointed out my my ability to have a fun.
0: Oh. oh, those guys. Yeah, you have to have a fun, boys. You have to have a fun. <laughs> they don't know how to have a fun. That's their problem. <laughs> okay, moving on.
1: They're too busy eating tacos. Oh,
0: tacos sound good right now. I just had tacos. Oh. Literally,
1: I just ate tacos. No, yeah.
0: No, I watched you. Watch to eat those. Thanks for sharing. Okay, let's move on. I hate you. <laughs> Do
1: you want to fight? I'm
0: ready.
1: You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this
0: with you, if you will only kneel. So speaking of unreleased episodes, before we get into this, um, (laughs) that reminded me, I looked over at the screen to make sure I was recording. (laughs) You have already heard, if you listen to all our shows, you'll hear on the latest... um, Universal usual that uh, we may have had A hiccup with that last week but um,
1: Yeah somebody forgot to hit uh, the Record button it's fine. for like 15 minutes It's fine
0: it's fine Yeah, again the second time is better um, But yeah you'll get that too um, That show might come out behind this one I'm not sure I'm editing that one still but anyway moving on Moving on. Alright so we have Swotor stuff to cover so I want to Give a big thanks to the Bad Feeling Podcast And Swotor Escape Podcast For actually playing our <laughs> Our bumper <laughs> <laughs> Our bumper uh, promo. Uh, uh, okay, let's say it this way just to help those boys out. Um, Thank you for playing our bumper. I air quoted. Yes, yeah, you did um, air quot. I, I can attest to that. No, I appreciate you guys playing the promo and I'll call it what it really is. It is a promo for our event, our Cantina event. Dude, I just had a wild Eevee bolt on me. <sighs> I'm going to ban <laughs> Pokemon Go while we podcast. Except for once you tell me what's open on your phone right now on your desk. Doesn't mean I'm doing anything. Just looking at the scenery, bro. You were holding it in your hand just a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, because you, <laughs> moving on. Okay. So that's our community section. Um, so thanks to those guys for, for pumping us up. And, um, I'm really looking forward to this event. Me too. Um, we're going to have people kind of give us their contact info when they get there and, and send them, make sure they get all the in game goodies and stuff that we have. Absolutely. Um, and it's going to be, a, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot of beer. Yeah, oh, we are. I'm going to drink a lot of beer. <laughs> anyway, what you do in game this week, dude?
1: Um, I continued with the, with the DVL event. Um, I am up to level 48 on my main, mm. which is a Sith Warrior. Um, so once I hit that to 50, then I really need to get the hard mode or the... Um, tacticals? Yeah, the tacticals out of the way so I can get the second level. We
0: can solo those duo, solo those, and we can just run through them all together if you want. So
1: if we're on different servers. You're an
0: idiot. Why would you do it on a different server? I can't help you now.
1: I didn't have a slot on my other... <laughs> just delete a character and transfer them over. Anyway, moving on. So,
0: level yeah, 50. I guess,
1: I, I guess I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> so,
0: we'll do that. But I, I need to. So, then uh, after I'm done with I that. I forgot you're on a different server. Once I do that, I'm
1: going to uh, create my secondary character, which is the.
0: was going to be the light side character.
1: Nice. And I think it's going to be a i don't know trooper i think probably a trooper
0: yeah i think what i'm what i'm gonna do when i start because i'm gonna get this guy up there too um i don't know how far i'm gonna go though i really want the companion though so i kind of want to get there at least and that's not so bad um what level do you have to get to get the companion you have to get the fifth tier okay the one before the end yeah um yeah you just want the chist companion oh you're telling me (laughs) <laughs> it's the only reason I'm playing light side right now. All right, man. So, uh, what did I do in game? I played some DVL too. Uh, I got my tune, uh, my uh, stabby stabby um, agent to level thirty one ish, uh, mostly for the PvP and the main story quest. Yeah, I'm having. So,
1: so what planet do you want?
0: Oh, I on the way to Tatooine or no, Alderaan, one of the two, because you could pick which one.
1: Yeah, I'm four. I'm forty eight, and I'm uh, on just basically beginning alderaan oh my god
0: so yeah i've just been doing my story quests um skipping everything else and doing i did the the first three pvp um the day the the, the weekly quest and stuff oh nice um and it's been fun i like playing pvp with that tune so um all right man so should we get to the news the important stuff we only have two bits of news here absolutely so there was a change and now <laughs> what's funny is you saw this coming
1: yeah, and this is what Brian was all kinds of oh, upset about. Oh
0: boy, was he worked up about this.
1: Brian does not get angry all that often.
0: No, and it's actually, um, yeah, no, I, I, I hear him on some level, but also it's like, you knew they were going to do this. But anyway, um, so the post from Eric Musco. Titled Dark vs. Light Packs in the Cartel Market. Okay. So it says I want to let you know that later on today we'll be introducing the cartel market version of the dark versus light packs on sale for 250 cartel coins. These packs are very similar to the DVL uh, event or re- rewards, except for a few differences. Here's a comparison for each pack. So for the DVL event packs, you get the, the packs and items are bound on pickup, which we've talked about last week. Right. Um. All items unlock in collections. Each pack contains one pack item and one miscellaneous item and no chance cubes. Okay. Right. The cartel market versions have the packs. <laughs> the packs and items are bind on equip, So basically you can sell them. Right. Or move them to a different tune. And all items unlock in collections. Okay. Each pack colli- uh, contains one pack item, one grand chance cube, one companion gift, and Java junk. So it's basically kind of like... The regular packs on the cartel market right except you have a chance to get some of the items from the dvl event i'm not super stoked about it but also don't really care
1: yeah it's not i'm not too worried about it and i'm
0: not i'm not 100 percent in it for the packs anyway i didn't really get much cool stuff the only thing i don't i don't think that this i think people are interpreting this as a solution to the problem of how come all the stuff we get is bind on pickup Right. But I don't think there's a solution. This is just the next phase of their deal. I think eventually they're going to try to figure something out. And some people speculate that the reason they're doing that is because of credit farmers, because it's really easy to get to 25, get the packs, turn around, sell that stuff, you know, that kind of thing. And it makes the most sense to and, me. And I get it, but I don't know. I think that, ooh, here's an idea. What if, since you're listening, <laughs> what
1: if w- I was a little bit taller? Which you're wasn't.
0: pretty tall, but here's, here's what I was thinking. What if, if you got to like tier three, of the DVL event, then right. if you didn't open any packs or any packs you get from then on are by non-equipped.
1: Yeah. That would kind of help solve the problem with, with, uh, with farmers,
0: but um,
1: I, you know, they're not exactly the same pack. Anyway, you're
0: getting, no, but I guess I, I'm just going back to my, that conversation we had about solving the problem between why, I mean, I would love, I don't, they don't have a solution right now for the, the issue of I have all but one piece on, you know, in collections. Yeah, and I get it on my DVL tune.
1: Yeah, that is the underlying problem that people have any issue with it. I don't think it's the packet. So. No,
0: if it was this, if it was an old gear, it'd be different. Yeah. Because if it was all new stuff, then it wouldn't make a difference. Because you would get it all on that one tune, right? You know, and then you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, depending on how many tunes but, you got going. But
1: with this, you have a chance of getting the the one piece you need on a tune that you just created. Exactly.
0: And they have to be stuck there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe once you get to a certain DVL level or something, you, those things would go revert to buy non-equipped or something like that. So, I mean, I think that would be cool, but, or yeah, I don't know. It's just an idea, but I, I, can see why people are upset about this. A lot of people are saying, you know, so what's the point of doing the DVL event? Um, I mean, if you're saying that now, I mean, <laughs> There wasn't really much getting you there in the first place because, right. I mean, there's really no point in doing it unless you just want to get the companion and want the experience, the nostalgia of going back again and doing and some of the stuff and the achievements. But, you know, um I don't know, man. Any other thoughts on that?
1: Um, no, because I was going to be playing the event anyways. Yeah. And for me, you know, I don't usually buy cartel packs. And so that's kind of a non-issue. The the collection sort of thing, I kind of understand. But this just goes back to my whole Way to fix it anyways, which is the stackable storage on it.
0: Oh, here we go. I'm not going deep into it, but I'm just saying... if <laughs> It's you, been like 50 episodes since you mentioned this. I know, right?
1: But if you... <laughs> it's, so it's about time. But no, if you just created that thing, which was kind of like a, a um, cargo hold, but you had like a closet and a weapons case, and you could actually store items in there, and that could replace collections.
0: I see. Sort of.
1: Also, you know, this is just because I just rewatched a whole bunch of the Fast and Furious movies. In Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, there's a scene where it's a it's a a car park, okay, and it's a like a Ferris wheel sort of thing that distributes the vehicles. What if you could buy something like that to put into your thing, and you could load all of your vehicles in there instead of having them out on you know what I mean kind so of it's that
0: sort of thing there yeah. too. You're talking about basically a deco,
1: yeah, but a functional deco. I see. Okay, cool, man. Um, because you can buy weapons cabinets now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not interactive. But you can't do anything with them. Right. If you could buy a weapons cabinet that you could actually put
0: your weapons into. Yeah. You could have. Would it like, be like a legacy hold, kind of? And all your tunes would have access to it?
1: Yeah. That'd because be cool. then you could like, you know, all of your vibe, you could have a vibrasword
0: case. So you're basically at this point, because of the ev- So we haven't talked about this since, you know, before legacy storage and all that. What if like, because kind of what you're proposing is to have another legacy storage.
1: Yes. But it's specific to a type of gear. Okay.
0: And that would solve some storage issues for folks.
1: It would. Um, plus it's a credit sink for the company. True. Because, you know, they'd sell those at like five million a pop. Indeed. Um, so you would do that. But the only, I mean, with weapons, it's, I think weapons and vehicles would be a lot easier to do that. Yeah. But, um, thing where I think it would make it feasible and, Invaluable to both the the company and to the players would be to have the stackable storage where you could instead of collections where you've got to have the whole thing, yeah. You know, you have like a a a closet and you can and you have like a hanger, you know, like a suit yeah. hanger. The
0: old well, essentially, there. that's what collections is, except they have that stupid restriction where you have to have all of the exactly. items unlocked. So, but
1: it also doesn't display. So, for those of us that like RPing, sort of a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a display case is what would be kind of cool about it.
0: Well, and that would. I guess it, that would be an addition to the collection system, really, because then it, it would take it would alleviate that stupid restriction and make it so your tunes could go in. All your tunes can go in and get the boots and the gloves, even though you're missing the chess piece, because it's in this other kind of different storage.
1: Right. That's kind of cool. And also, instead of it being like a closet, imagine like, um. OK, you know, it's perfect.
0: <sighs> here we go. No, it's perfect. I can't believe we're here again.
1: Imagine Arrow.
0: Okay. okay. And down yeah.
1: in the, the arrow cave.
0: And how much time they take to, to put all their uh, equi- gear back equipment on the back on the mannequin. Yeah. Exactly. That, now, that imagine, is so freaking hilarious. Now imagine a, <laughs>
1: a, a display case that's like that that holds like, I don't know, five mannequins or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you can actually store an infinite number of gear in there. Right. Not infinite, but you know what I mean. Um, but you can choose which five gear sets you like want to display. Yeah.
0: That's kind of cool. I mean, that's kind of what the, um, oh, the costume system the is. The costume system sort of. but again, that only stores that many. I hear you, man. And it's you know, it's not cheap once you get up to that, you know, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, mark. And,
1: and what I'm what I'm suggesting here would not be cheap to the fan. It would cost millions of credits.
0: Yeah. Well, you're speaking their language.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By you must go listen to the show. I am giving. Not, you, he doesn't listen. I am so, giving you ways okay, for you to. So make he's great. not
0: listening. That's one thing. But here's the other thing. So. For, for long time listeners of this show,
1: (laughs) this is, hashtag stackable storage.
0: This is literally, this, this is literally, um, I think the fourth time we've had this discussion. Figuratively. It, it, (laughs) literally. It has, it has evolved, sort of. Um, I think no matter what, it's madness. But at the same time, I want something like that for you so you can stop talking to me about it.
1: Our long time <laughs> listeners will feel my pain with Marshall not understanding this,
0: but it is. I get a, it. It's just, we, we kind of already have all of it, but n- n- not.
1: Thank you for saying that not.
0: Well, I, it was hesitant. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to our last thing, dude. We spent 10 minutes longer than I thought we would in this section already. I'm not really in a rush. So about have to edit this. Okay, moving on. All right, so (laughs) chapter sixteen release date change. All right, so we are moving. The release date is moving from July twenty eighth to August eleventh. So there's a two week bump back. Right. Um. This is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first time a chapter has been delayed. They have delayed elements of chapters, but they've gotten the chapters out. Right. Um. And there's of course speculation on all this. Maybe it's related to Gustuno. Maybe there was some um bug. But let me. Excuse me, I'm going to read this thing to you. I'm going to see what you think. During our last producer live stream, we announced that chapter 16, the Battle of Odessan, would go live July 28th, early access on the 26th. As of today, we decided to move the re- release date to August 11th, early access on the 9th. This chapter reveals the climactic ending to the fallen empire story. And we want to make sure it delivers the emotional impact that store, that the story deserves. We're going to take this time to push it further in an effort to bring the Knights of the fallen empire's final chapter to a fitting ending. One that in tradition of all great star Wars stories leaves you wanting more. Thank you for your patience. And we look forward to hearing your feedback, um, your, your feedback. So real quick, before I forget here, the other thing is if you still qualify for um so players who qualify for july for the sub reward will still get it even though it's coming out later and the players who qualify for early access um, by subbing on july 1st will still have access on the 9th and players subscribed as of july 28th will be granted access to 16 when it goes live so they're covering their bases there right it sounds like to me <laughs> it sounds like they got to the end of the story or they play tested some of the story and people were like meh And they're changing some of it. That's what it sounds like to me. They're making it, it's almost like a reshoot, if you will. It could be, but I think,
1: I think that that could be the prime directive on this, but the, I think another thing that might be encouraging to think that this is okay is the, ironically, the DVL event. Right. Because you and I have been playing the D V L event. Have we either either one of us touched
0: fifteen yet? No, not even close. Exactly. So, I keep forgetting about it. Exactly. I haven't even gone back so, to my main.
1: <laughs> so I think they're looking at the play numbers and yeah. realizing that fifteen hasn't been played through as much as it has been on previous yeah, chapters mm-hmm. okay. because of the events that they have running concurrently. So I think they're gonna take advantage of the fact that a, a lot of the content hasn't been fulfilled yet. Okay. Therefore they're taking advantage of that little bit of time that they think they have.
0: Okay. Um I'm with you on that. I also think that um I think Star Wars celebration has something to do with it. Oh, yeah. Um, the fact that they're out of the office for a bit. Yep. Um, yeah, cause they're out of
1: the office for a week.
0: They're out of the office right, right now. And they
1: have Comic Con, which they're not,
0: they're not going to go they're, to.
1: They're not going to, but it doesn't mean the people that work there aren't going to it.
0: Also, also the other thing you have to think about is that there's an, there's going to be a, a huge announcement this week by James Olin. Right. Right. And I'm guessing, cause we're recording this on Friday, it's gonna happen tomorrow, is my guess. Um, during the EA deal, cause I haven't seen right. it yet. Um, have we double checked to make sure that hasn't happened yet?
1: I haven't checked. But actually, one last thing is, what does August 9th happen after?
0: That's the, like, the second day I go back to work. I'm not too happy about that. It
1: happens after August 5th. What's August 5th? I don't know. Release date of Suicide Squad. Ooh. So what they're doing is they're pushing it back two weeks past Born and past Suicide Squad and past the last of the big summer movies. Therefore, they're not going to lose
0: yeah that's play all
1: numbers to the, to the theater. I'm with you.
0: I, I don't know how much I the just, theater really impacts not think I don't, anyway, think, I don't
1: think there's any one specific thing that's saying, okay, yeah, yeah. we really need to push this back. But I think they're taking advantage of all these little tiny things that say, okay, we have the ability to do this. Let's get it right.
0: And because they don't have the other content lined up, Necessarily, we haven't got an announcement of the of the next chapter, or the they next thing. They have a little time, and I think they want to release it bug free, mm-hmm. and I think they want to make sure. And there was some well, speculation too on another no show I was listening to, bug-free. right? But I mean, you know, as close as they can. Um, but I think it was on a Teeny today. They were talking about, I um, think, had Krantoko on there, and he he was he was kind of alluding to the fact that. Hey, we actually don't we're missing a lot of companions. Maybe yes. maybe they're trying to get more of the companions in there too. That'd be kinda cool. Maybe more companion alerts they're adding to. Um but I you think know, I making th- it epic and maybe doing a reshoot of the end of the story might be something too. You
1: know, I always thought this was kinda weird that they had sixteen chapters and there was there's like there's a chapter where we've got a brand new companion.
0: But no old and ones. And no old ones. Yeah. And
1: like for them to to have fulfilled
0: all of the companions
1: throughout this thing, they've had to release like four or five companions per oh, chapter.
0: Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and they never could have done it, but I know it's definitely more Imperial heavy. Um, you know, there's less Republic, uh, uh, companions that have come back. Right. But, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I just think, um, they could do it and so they're going to do it. And I, as long as they don't push it back past this, I don't really care. Again, I haven't played chapter 15 yet. Right. Um, and I'm, you know, the DVL is, is taking the little time I have in game right now. So, so should we play our next bumper? Yeah, bring on the bumpers. This is really a bumper though. It right? is a bumper. According to his
1: yeah, it's a de- bumper. definition. Yep.
0: Music and transition and.
1: Yep. Intro.
0: I listened to, uh, you know, um, bumpers 101 with Chuck and Brian. <laughs> All right. That's the last one. Let's move on. <laughs> I was raised to
1: do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for.
0: Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. All right, man, so I'm almost kind of... (laughs) Um, we're gonna have to come back to the rest of what we get from Star Wars Celebration because we had to record today. Yeah, uh, um,
1: really quick, let's before we get into this, let's check and see if they released the trailer. Oh, they're gonna be releasing it. Remember, they're doing that special tonight. Oh, so it's not gonna happen until tonight. But they might release. They might have released it online. Okay, now I really can't wait for the actual trailer tonight. Oh
0: my god, dude! So we're recording at a weird time. Uh, we had to record during the day today. The Star Wars trailer we think is coming out tonight. We just watched the Rogue One, a Star Wars story featurette that just came out today at Star Wars Celebration. Yes. Um, I would have to watch that at least eight more times to break that down a little bit.
1: Okay, I will point out there were three things that I liked, uh, that I incredibly liked about this. Okay. My number one thing that I liked on it was um, the uh, the expanded use of water. Yeah. Okay. Because in Star Wars, I mean, the Star Wars movies, really, the only time you ever see water is um, on Camino. Camino, but also uh, in um, on Naboo, yeah, right, totally. But both are so green screened that it does not look realistic, right? So when they did Force Awakens and they had the the uh, the epic X, X wing yeah. a tie tie fighter battle, um. Over the water, that was a big introduction to uh, feasible-looking water displays, right? Right. In this one, um, we we saw in the uh, the first teaser thing we got, where it showed the the ATAT walking through the water It's cool. But my number one thing I liked on here was the four stormtroopers walking side oh, by so side, sick. walking through ankle or walking through knee-deep water.
0: And I'm like, I'll do you one better. The other, the Imperial's walking through the water. And there was the guy in the middle that we don't know. And he was like, flanked yes, by a bunch of okay, other. Yeah. That was kind of bad. That was too. cool.
1: So I liked that. And then the number two thing I liked was the, uh, the little, uh, little snippet quote that they gave to Warwick Davis. Yeah. It is so nice to see him back in, in the Star Wars
0: universe. Totally cool. Just uh, shared that on our Facebook page, by the way. Exactly. It's phenomenal.
1: And then the third thing I liked was, uh, was, uh, um, I think it was Ryan Johnson, the director, yeah, and this is just the Britishness coming out is I loved that they actually used the that he used the uh the British contraction that we don't have in American English, which is daren't was that what he said daren't is the uh, contraction of dare not right right you Ooh. only get that in British English
0: I like that Darent. so
1: that was just my my three things that I really like
0: yeah, a couple things I liked I like seeing the um I I love like behind the scenes kind of featurettes and stuff like yeah. this. One of the things I liked was seeing, you know, the camera tracking and getting yep. the shots and the actors coming through. Um I liked the fact that down that one that hallway they freaking made like all those stormtroopers in that huge hallway and he and he's talking about the fact that if we had green screened this, we could never have done these shots.
1: Right, because they don't you don't even because you don't have that visual representation of the physical objects.
0: Exactly. They don't even occur to you of what you can possibly do in those shots. Exactly. So <clears throat> that um those are a couple of things I really enjoyed. Um you got to see some of the other um non-human characters um that we <laughs> don't know yet. <laughs> One laughing and shooting the gun, that was hilarious. Um some of the familiar droids we saw as well um but yeah man i i am super amped for this movie um and i just i just i yeah, i just can't wait um i can't wait for the trailer i wish maybe we can tack it on or something yeah we can tack it M- on. maybe if we you know at some point but as of we're as that we're, that we're be here tonight for D. yeah and as of the recording of this we are recording without a trailer but we have featurettes and some other stuff to talk about so let's get there and then we will you may get a little snippet of our reaction to the trailer Um, uh, after the fact oh maybe we can get our buddies in Oh, that'd be cool. Have everybody show up a little early, and we can watch it.
1: Well, yeah, because we already had a uh, um, we had Eddie and Eddie and, and Kyle, Kyle on there. for the Force Awakens uh, reaction.
0: Indeed. So maybe we'll get them on there. That'd be co- that'd be fun. All right. So cool. All right. So let's start at the top. Uh Star Wars Celebration Europe up close look at uh, Rogue One's new st- Shore Troopers. That's kind of hard to say.
1: Yeah, these uh, are the ones that we saw that we were walking through the water, and they actually had a-, a cool little image, and they have these cool little like forehead protector things.
0: Yeah, and they're like um. Well, I think the ones we're walking through a lot were regular stormtroopers. These are like the yellow ones, right?
1: No, I think it just might be the lighting. Okay.
0: Anyway, um, they look amazing. They like have like bigger foreheads. Yeah. Um, and, but if you
1: um, notice their, their mouthpiece area looks very much to, uh, like, a uh, speeder pilot.
0: Yeah. Uh, troopers. It says uh, a new class of stormtrooper, the shore troopers, are designed specifically to be able to go in and out of water, patrolling the beaches and bunkers of planetary uh, of the planetary facility that plays host to a top secret imperial military headquarters, as as the accompanying placard describes. So this is like it's got like a half skirt garment that hangs over the back, that kind of thing. So that looks kind of sweet, dude.
1: Yeah, uh, th- these pictures are gonna be posted on fi- on Pinterest later. So
0: indeed. Um, so we just talked about the uh, the real. Um, and then, of course, we do know, even though we haven't seen it yet, um, Vader is in, is gonna be in the trailer.
1: Yeah, because they actually have shown the trailer at Celebration already today.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're like, how many hours ahead of us today? Right, so Eight they have ten? a
1: description of the trailer. I personally did not want to read it mm. because I want to mm. watch the trailer cold. Um, but the, the, t- the, the headline does say the Vader is revealed in the trailer. Which is fine. We kind of. Right. It's been long held that the, the, Vader is going to be in the movie. And we, so we knew it. So it just would make sense in the first actual trailer. Not teaser, but actual trailer. Right. Um, you would have a big reveal a la, uh, Han and Chewie yeah, were home.
0: Exactly. Cool. Good. Uh, next.
1: Uh, Mark Hamill <laughs> posted it. I spelled Hamill incorrectly.
0: Ooh, you sure did, buddy.
1: Um, anyways, uh, Mark Hamill, um, Appreciate secrecy. Uh, the very first panel at, at, Celebration today was the, the one in honor of Mark Hamill. Yeah. And, uh, he held up a, uh, a, a folder that just had eight on it, which was really kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, but of, he said at the very beginning, he said, quote, um, sorry, where is it? Um, okay. I see all expectant faces saying, Mark, give, uh, give us a detail about episode eight. And I know you'll, uh, you'll know, you'll love the irony that I'm contractually forbidden from doing that um so he basically just came out and said i know what you guys want yeah. i can't do
0: it and and we love hamill because he does stuff right like, you know but he's not gonna sit up there at celebration and be like here's all the secrets for episode eight. it's just not gonna happen no um as much as we want it and we want him to you know just start but talking he, and let knows, something loose you but know he
1: knows that we want it but don't yeah so and
0: and people like us really don't, but there are some that really do. Yeah. You know, they want to know if they get, if they should be mad now, apparently. Yeah. It's weird. Which is dumb. Dumb. Um, so there is a link in here too. I found, um, although the, the, the actual panel link is dead. Um, yeah, it's already aired. It's already aired. So this was, um, watched a uh, star Wars celebration. Europe's rogue one, a star Wars story panel live. So, what I thought was kind of cool about this, there's a whole write-up on here. I'm not going to go through every single thing. It's one of those things where I feel like I, just, I wish I would have watched it. you know. Um, but Grendel Christie was brought out on stage as a special guest host of the panel. Um, and she started with an enthusiastic welcome, but offered a moment of silence for the victims of France, of course. Really quick. Because that okay. just happened. Okay, so we switched articles.
1: Yeah, we switched directly to the Star Wars website. <laughs> so this is something they put out. And this is a list of 15 things. Again, you can read this at StarWars.com. We'll yeah. put the link in the show notes. Um, will we? Maybe M- we might. Um, but it's, it's the first thing on Star Wars.com <laughs> right now. Um, but it's 15 things we learned from the panel. So you'll do odd, I'll do even
0: sounds good. Okay, go. So first one, number one, Rogue One will look and feel unique from all other films set in the star- in a galaxy far, far away. Um, it basically says the style that's unlike any other Star Wars movie. Um, which makes sense, you know? Okay, so, um, but yeah, it makes sense. Um, and it says, uh, let's see. She recounted seeing director Gareth Edwards' um, camera on his shoulder, testing shots, guerrilla style, um, as a sign this movie would be different. Um, and I think that's what's so amazing about his style, she said. So it was pretty cool. Ready? Yeah. Uh, number two, Gareth Edwards is the director of uh, Episode Eight. Did we say a different name earlier? I think you said a different name.
1: I said Ryan Johnson, who directed Rogue One. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh so no, no,
0: I've got those backwards. You have them backwards. Yeah. My bad. See, I caught it. We corrected it. Then I'd have to put it in bloopers. Yeah, and have people mad at us. It was Gareth Edwards who said, "That's uh, it,
1: Darent." Darent. All right. So Gareth Edwards was starstruck when he met a certain Jedi, and <laughs> it just basically said when, the, when he first met Mark Hamill, um, he was wearing a
0: Godzilla sh- uh, t shirt, which of oh, course that's funny, yeah, because are wrote yeah. uh, directed Godzilla. So. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, funny. So number three, the concept for the film, Rebels uh, Theft of the Death Star Plans, dates back to the once-planned live-action Star Wars TV show discussed around 13 years ago. And that was something that has been thrown about quite a bit lately. Right. Yeah.
1: All right. Number four, uh, prepare to visit the sunny beaches of Scarf. That's the beach world scene in the teaser. Um, what I also love about this is the new Wow, what a post- cool poster. Yeah, the new poster that was also released today shows the stormtroopers wading in from the water or the short trooper sorry what i love is uh it's a whole bunch of army people because there's no lightsaber scene right blaster fire right but in the background you've got a big huge uh
0: death star in the background which is well you basically took mine because number five is this poster oh sorry so that's fine go ahead continue no no it's fine continue no No, you get them all you take six i'm just kidding i hate you go ahead director
1: no that's you go ahead Alright, number six, Director Krenick knows how to make an entrance. This is the Ben Mendelssohn character in the white cloak right. that we see walking through the water. Um so he's uh he took the stage in full costume at the panel and flanked by death troopers.
0: It's badass. Um number seven, uh Jen Urso is making the leap from the big screen uh, to your toy shelf. Gwendolyn Christie revealed a six inch black series figure of the character coming from Hasbro. Thank God. Yeah, actually, I posted. This. <laughs> We've been talking about this stuff for so long.
1: Yeah, well, this is later in my show notes, but it's like, um, and I, I did post it down in the merchandise section. So, yeah, so they released a a black series figurine of, of Jin Erso. And this just shows that they learned from their mistakes with, uh,
0: with Ray. Oh, for sure, dude. And not having female action figures has been a big mistake. Um, in a lot of companies right now. And yeah. it's just, it's time. So yep. put it out there and see if it sells. Why not? <laughs> at least, then they won't be giving you a hard time about it, you know? Um Number eight. Where are we at? Felicity Jones? Is that me? Yeah. Felicity Jones sees Jen, Jen? Jen. Jen. Jones sees Jen as a new kind of Star Wars hero. She says, I feel like there's one major difference between Jen and other Star Wars heroes, Ray and Luke. She's not a character asking, who am I and where did I come from? Rather, Jen knows where she's come from and that propels the story and her journey, which I like. That's badass. Yeah.
1: Um, we now know what Cassian's job is. Cassian is the character played by Diego Duno that we saw in the, uh, the original teaser, um, near Mon Mothma. When they're planning out the, uh, okay.
0: the, the mission. And he's the one running next to her in those clips, right? Yes. Okay. And
1: he is, uh, rebel intelligence. Nice. And he's also kind of like the peacemaker of the group.
0: Very cool. Uh, K2SO, the droid voiced by Alan Tudyk, uh, is close to Cassian, but he also may have a screw loose, literally and figuratively, <laughs> which I love. Which totally sounds like Alan Tudyk. Yeah. He's not quite all there, Tudyk says. <laughs> he speaks his mind and says things that could be unsettling. Very honest you know any <laughs> if you know any old people he's like that that's amazing that's awesome i love to okay so anyway
1: all right you wouldn't think someone on this squad would wear the imperial cog on a sleeve but one does and uh hmm. it turns out that bodhi played by riz ahmed uh sports the emp- empire's insignia because he serves in the empire plain
0: and simple makes sense he's a pilot so, yeah so uh yeah interesting nice uh number 12 there were even more revelations on characters and planets uh Uh, Jedha is another new world in Rogue One and home to Chirrut, Chirrut, um, Donnie Yin's staff-wielding blind warrior. Cool. With with his eyes are awesome. Yeah, it looks cool. And there was speculation out there that he was uh, Kanan because he's blind because of what happens in Rebels towards the end. Yeah. But it's not. someone else.
1: All right. Uh, Star Wars is often a story of family, and that theme will be present in Rogue One. Interesting, because um, we really haven't...
0: Hmm. I wonder how this is going to fit. But
1: basically, uh, Galen Erso. Uh, it's Galen. Galen, played by Mads Mikkelsen, Yeah. Is Jin's father. Um, but he still remains a mystery. He's hmm. a scientist and had invented something so beautiful, so fantastic that it might change the universe. Huh.
0: Death Star, right? Uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> ja, number 14. Darth Vader will sound like Darth Vader because James Earl Jones is visit- voicing the Sith Lord, which you knew already. Awesome. Um, uh, which is amazing because he's, He's freaking James Earl Jones. But anyway, last one.
1: And the last one is that there's a special behind the scenes reel, which we've already, uh, discussed.
0: Yeah. And, um, we've discussed it it's and badass. it's phenomenal. So, um, uh, yeah, we may come back with some talk about the, uh, the trailer here later yeah, on. Once it's released tonight. Yeah. We'll see. We might put off, we put out as a special one too. Yeah. Or a Patreon only. Ooh,
1: Patreon only. I like it.
0: We could do that. Um, all right. So it's kind of robbing our regular fans, but. You don't all have to be regular, do you? You can be special.
1: We like the irregular.
0: <laughs> let's not let's not start segregating our audience, huh? <laughs> At least not even um, more so. You went there. <laughs> I did. Okay, so let's go. We're getting to <laughs> Daisy Ridley. They're done.
1: Yeah, Daisy Ridley is done. Yeah, uh, we, we learned what was it last week that yeah. that uh
0: episode eight's done.
1: That Mark Hamill was done. Well now Daisy Ridley's officially wrapped, so they're getting closer and closer to being wrapped with principal of photography.
0: For sure. Cool. And Star Wars Rebels we are going to get um a clip. Uh season three clip reveals Ezra's new look and attitude. Yeah, I want to see this. Which is pretty cool. I've seen it. Okay. So, a couple things. So, this was actually a segment from the Star Wars show, which I haven't been watching. But um this was a clip. Uh, Filoni introduced a clip uh, from season three of Rebels. Yes. And we got to see Ezra... As a badass? As a badass, basically. He cut his hair. He doesn't have the sweeping bangs and stuff anymore. Um, It's like a buzz cut. No pony, I noticed. No ponytail. No
1: ponytail. Does that mean he's no longer a Padawan?
0: I'm not sure, but he was wielding a green lightsaber, which he didn't have before. Right. um, And wielding it quite amazingly. And so I'm wondering. As
1: well as doing flips and twists in the air.
0: So amazing. i have to watch that again. But did he. I'm wondering because I know Kanan's was blue. And he built his own, and that was not it, because that wasn't the one with the blaster on it. He was wielding a blaster as well. Right. He looks at least a few years older. Yeah, and also his voice has dropped. His voice has dropped a bit. I like that they're aging him, and I like that. I want to see where this goes, so I'm excited about that. Um, So definitely check that out. Link in the show notes for that. What's
1: the most important thing in the trailer? No, Kanan.
0: Oh, yeah. Kanan wasn't there.
1: You heard hair on the on the Right. I
0: wonder. Hmm. Hondo. I like there. Hondo. <laughs> Along
1: with a real good looking Ugnath.
0: Yeah. Oh man. He was, he might not have made it. Um, so, but anyway, check that out. You'll like that. And then, uh, we got some Lego Dimensions news. This is interesting because I actually have Lego Dimensions for the kids and it is focused on like Doctor Who, Batman, basically like the Lego movie. It's got the Lego, right. LEGO movie characters. Um, and Warner Brothers is addressing whether Marvel and Star Wars can come to Lego Dimensions. Um, I hope this happens. Because Lego Dimensions is actually quite entertaining. Oh, cool. You, like, build the Legos. It's kind of like um, Disney Infinity in a way. Right. But you build the Legos, and actually they guide you through it on in the game. Okay. And then you put it on a little platform, and you use it as portals. Like, you have to physically move them okay. to, like, port your guy through the game. It's kind of fun. Um, But it would be cool if this happened. I didn't read this whole thing, but I don't know what the... They talk about Disney Infinity. Um, they're coming out with even more bigger stuff. Um, we're excited about this category, blah, blah, blah. Central issue is the message that WB and TT Games are very confident in Toys to Life as a category. Um, let's see. Will they show up somewhere else? All I can say, our official tagline is break the rules. There's no official rules when it comes to Lego. So they're already partners of ours. So we're already looking at adding uh, new IPs a- into Dimension. So it looks like it's probably going to happen. Cool. Which is pretty cool. All right, man. Um, let's. Uh, we're almost out of here. Let's get out of here. So we have. Uh, we talked about the Black Series figure. Yeah. Um. So we have merchandise here. Boba Fett is coming to build a bear. Which have you seen this? I did. It is so cool looking, dude. And my kids would get a kick out of it. Oh yeah, they would. My I think Zoe uh, always pronounced it Boba Fett or Bo- Like she always says it wrong, which is pretty funny. Um. And then what else do we have? Lego form. What is this? Well, really quick, the uh, the.
1: Cause you know in Build a Bear you can include um voice. Yeah. Do you have him screaming? Ah! <laughs>
0: Doing the scream. Yeah. Oh, i would be funny.
1: Um Also, there's a guy who does a whole bunch of Legos, and so what he's done is he's created uh, all the Lego vehicles, uh, oh, Star yeah. Wars vehicles, but he's done it like with with like uh, schematics. Oh, okay. So if you, uh, and I'll be posting the pictures on on Pinterest, but uh,
0: they're kind of cool looking. Well let's just see if it's cool or not. Oh yeah, I did see this. This is this is sick. So it's like it points to a thing and it says like how to build it kind of thing. Like as a schematic? Yeah. Yeah. It's a T sixty five. It's cool. X Wing, Starfighter. Are we done with that? Yes. That might drop in, bro. Okay, so one last thing we have in Star Wars news before we Oh, we're running long. Yeah, I've been how's no, it possible? We also We also left for a while. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um I also uh, haven't even looked at this yet.
0: Oh, dude. So I snuck in some parts news here. It's a new new look at Star Wars Land unveiled at Disneyland. Um, so Star Wars Celebration hasn't even begun yet. This was this came out a few days ago. Um, and they have some exciting news. Following last year's announcement, Star Wars Land headed to Disneyland and Walt Disney Resorts. We got a brand new look at the upcoming addition to the parks, which will take guests guests to a galaxy far, far away. The new image featured in a full info in the gallery below was originally unveiled on the fence along Big Thunder Trail in Frontierland, which will be one of the entry points to this new, never before seen world. Flying into the picture is an iconic X wing. Rapidly approaching spires and rock and vibrant world, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, man, this is, this is amazing. Let me start this photo gallery and see what else yeah, we got. Yeah, I'll be putting, putting these pictures up on Pinterest later. Oh, man. God, I can't wait to walk through there, dude. All right. So yeah, check the pictures on, on Will's Pinterest page. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's whew, definitely check that out. It, it looks, looks cool. It looks amazing, dude. It actually kind of looks like if you were landing at, um, Canata's yeah, is this a Millennium
1: Falcon there in the background though? Down in the yeah, hangar?
0: Yeah, it is. So that's where the Millennium Falcon thing will be. Um, it looks like there's cantina stuff here. Um, ah, oh, this looks great. Cool. Can't wait. I'm in. I mean, I was in no matter what, but shall we? Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code Bridge Ten to save 10%. So again, you can go to trylootcrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That's and enter bridge 10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. Now on to conventions. Okay, news. dude. So we have stuff. Um, I'm going to condense it all really easily. Like we do. Um, yes. but so we have two non San Diego Comic Con pieces here. One is Silicon Valley Comic Con. Uh, I don't know if you got the email. I did. Um, and they announced their dates, which will be next April in April and they're expanding a bit. So yes, they are. Which is pretty cool. So um, it says nearly 90% of the um, 2016 attendees said they would recommend the show to their friends. So they're definitely expanding it. I was trying to think of – I thought I read something that they said. Oh, yeah. Um, it will take place at the main um, Mc, Mc, McEnry Convention Center plus South Hall, City uh, National Civic, and the California Theater. So it's definitely expanding the across the street, right? Which is, which is awesome. And this basically was why, what we talked about, what separates um, San Diego Comic-Con from other conventions, it's because the it's conventions it's outside here. of the actual center, which is cool. So that is sick.
1: Yeah. So uh, we'll be going to that again next year.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, why are we not be silly not to, you know what I'm saying? Um, All right. So what are we at? Game of Thrones getting its own convention. Can you imagine? That would be awesome. And it makes sense. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It's such a, it's such a big world and it's so popular. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I have a, a link to the, uh, article here. Basically, they're just, we're going to have to try
1: to get press for it.
0: Yeah. Because otherwise I'm not going to go. But anyway, it would be a celebration of all George R. R. Martin has given to the world and what HBO and what HBO and what we, the people have created because of it. We will rally on July, June 30th, 2017 in Nashville, Tennessee for one stunning weekend. So. I don't think we're going to Tennessee, but you never know.
1: Well, you're not. Maybe I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'll go. <clears throat> all right, dude. <laughs> all right, so let's get to uh, some of the big things from San Diego Comic Con. We are five days away. Five days. Five days, and they revealed the bags. Awesome. And there's a ton. It's all C Dub. You know, uh, so we have Arrow Legends. Um, oh, this is so cool. Superhero Girls, Gotham, My Zombie, Lucifer, Supergirl. Titans Go, it's all Warner Brothers fun. There's the Vixen ones that's are cool. The one animated one, not Supernatural. Big, Big Bang, bang theory. theory, as always. <laughs> uh, one hundred. Yep, the originals, which I still haven't seen. On uh, some blind spot.
1: Oh, blind spot would be cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that one with the the one on the left with the bird.
0: Yeah, that looks cool.
1: So anyway, man. Um, which so that one do you want to get?
0: I'm honestly
1: because you have an Arrow one from last year, right?
0: I do have the Arrow one. I have a Big Bang one from another year. That was the year they did the capes, and I have like a, the Bazinga cape. I have it. I keep it at work. I just
1: realized this is actually going to be the first year I get a Warner Brothers
0: bag. Go you! Because you haven't had tickets in a couple of years, right? Yeah. Well, you're you're amazing. Um. So yeah, this is going to be. I don't know. I kind of like the Flash one, but I probably want the Legends of Tomorrow. Is right. my guess, I or Flash or, or Arrow, one of the three. Yeah, one of the three. Yeah, I think
1: I I. It, because there's two versions for each one. Mm. Or is these just adopted I sides? think
0: that's the two sides of it. Because I think you can flip them. That's got to be it. Otherwise, there can't be two of each. Yeah, this has got to be the flip sides of them.
1: All right. Well, then I want either the blind spot or the flash.
0: Word. Cool, dude. So that was, I thought, was really exciting. There's also um some posters that Fox is going to be giving out. Which, have you seen these? I have not. Oh, my God, I'll, po- I'll post them on Facebook. on <laughs> Son of Zorn. That's um, awesome. 24. But the 24, Family Guy one is I want insanely the guy cool. One. Uh Lucifer looks all right. Gotham, this is my favorite.
1: Oh, Bob's Burger.
0: But it, it's like Candyland, but it's like, it's Burgerland. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it looks awesome. Bones. And Bones and Prison Break.
1: You know, what? I think I might have to collect these to put them up in uh, my labs. Indeed. So uh, we are, have. Are they giving away at the, uh do you have to.
0: That's one of the, at the booth, exclusives at the booth. Okay. So that'll be one of those ones you have to line up for. Because people are, and and that's usually what they they give those out, and then um, a lot of times they'll do a signing, and then people will sign them. Right. You know. Um, all right. So here's the big one. Carnival. Mm-hmm. This time, this is uh, Nerdist Geek and Sundry. Obviously, they're doing their carnival again. Um, this one is called Camp Carnival. And uh, what's interesting about this is that um, it's very camp like, is how they're describing it. Um, and they're going to have. Okay. So I'm just going to read this up. They're going to have holding interviews and shortened panels on their main stage, which attendees can attend for free, which we know from last year. This is at
1: Petco Park again.
0: This is at Petco Park again. Um, it's going to be Power, Power Rangers movie, as well as a cast from Colony, Preacher, Scorpion, Call of Duty, Winona Earp, Rick and Morty, Fear the Walking Dead, Sherlock, Legends of Tomorrow, Marvel's Avengers of Shield, uh, Agents of Shield, excuse me, uh, American and American Gods, and of course, Chris Hardwick himself. Yeah, so, so
1: we're going to be spending a lot of Thursday there.
0: We're going to be spending a lot of Thursday there and that's I'm, kind of I'm, what I'm wanna, we do anyway.
1: Yeah, I want to go see Scorpion.
0: Um and I haven't watched preacher yet, but preacher is happening pretty early on in that day. I've noticed I've noticed a couple things about the schedule as compared to last year. Everything is happening later. Like this is smack in the afternoon. The first things don't start till 11:15. Yeah, we
1: it opened up at like 9 last year. Yeah,
0: they opened up early um and then the first panels were right away and Felicia was talking, she did her signing and all that. Felicia's not doing a signing from what I can tell. She's doing a Q&A, of course, at three o'clock on Friday. It looks like from three to three thirty. Um, or three to four, maybe. Um, yeah, three to four. That's right up against our thing, too. Cause yep. Voltron's starting after that. So she may be doing a Q&A there. We're going to have to leave early if we go at all. Um, and that's kind of, they're going to be doing some, uh, I've noticed Rick and Morty. Oh, so they're th-
1: doing a legends tomorrow on Saturday.
0: Yeah. And they're also doing a lot of... Uh, where is it? I started watching a Critical Role, which is the D&D uh, oh, right, right, thing right. Uh, we were talking about the other day. Um, Science of Star Trek. There's a lot of cool stuff here. It's just... It doesn't seem like, as of right now, it's going to be as... <sighs> intimate maybe is the right word right as last it's year bigger panels yeah bigger panels bigger people um and felicia i don't think is doing a signing this year from what i can tell which is would be the first year i don't get to give her socks and chat it up with her and get a little pick and hang out and just have to throw them at her when you see her i think i might like here are your socks felicia and run away <laughs> well you know i'll we, we can try to get a hold of Claudie, but you can always tweet her and i'm sure she'll yeah yeah i mean I, it'll be fine i'll figure something out but um but yeah, and of course, because we planned our thing at four o'clock that day, that's going to run right up against that, but it's okay. Anyway, but I'm excited about it. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff. So speaking of off-sites, um, there is going to be, of course, Nerd HQ. And um, back at the Children's Museum. And what I, what I can just, dis- what I figured out, um, because I went back to the website and it's almost like they wiped everything. You have to re-sign up again.
1: Yeah, which is, is which is fine, but also they, uh, you know, Comic Con updated their app at the, content that's not updated it's weird and the same right. thing with nerd hq hasn't updated their app yet
0: no it's still the 2015 app so and the uh conversations for a cause hasn't been announced yet mm-hmm. um none of that stuff so we have a link in the show notes to that i mean obviously they're gonna be doing the same thing the gaming schedule's already up they're gonna be doing titanfall gears of war 4 and battlefield
1: yeah there really wasn't anything i was interested with
0: no and i'm not really interested in those games either but of course nathan fillion is going to be there as always and, and that which kind is weird because
1: actually he was at carnival last year
0: uh oh yeah he was because he was promoting um Conman. Conman which he's right.
1: promoting again this year. Oh. But um because it's an ongoing thing I think they're gonna be trying to do. But it's really odd because he does have a long standing history with uh Felicia Day and does
0: Yeah. Huh. Anyway, um so also there's gonna be some other stuff. Uh I have another link in here about uh Nerd HQ as well. Um so let's jump through some of these uh a couple of things that I thought were really interesting before we kind of jump out of conventions, because you're going to hear enough from us at some point here. Now, now let me tell, I'm going to kind of cap this, recap this for you, eggshell this a little bit and see what you okay. think. Nutshell this is what I mean. Um, not eggshell. <laughs> Whoa. Fragile. Um, uh, yeah. So James Gunn, uh, basically he casually mentioned something, um, as he was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy being, um, in Hall H, right? And he says, um, he says, Oh, is there going to be new footage or is there going to be, you know, something that we can see? And he's like, he's like, Well, you might see something if you're in Hall H on July 23rd with me and the Marvel panel, or if (laughs) someone secretly films that, which is less likely to happen because of new technology, but I know some, but I know it still sometimes happens and you'll see it right after. If not, then it'll be a short while. He's alluding to some new technology. Do you think Hall H is going to try to do some sort of, I don't know, there's only a couple of things you really can do. You make it a dead zone, um, right. or you, um I guess that's really all you can do. I mean, outside of having doing what they already do and tell people not to use their phones. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, they could make it a dead zone unless there's a new, like he says, it's a new technology. Yeah. So a dead zone wouldn't be all that new technology um unless there's a new type of screen that they're using. Oh, that would make be interesting. It so it garbles whatever you record off of it.
0: Huh. Yeah, it actually could be something like that to where they almost have like a, um, if you try to film it, they have like that, um, like a watermark of sorts.
1: Yeah, which would, you know, and this might be a major company like Marvel test running it mm-hmm. to see if it's practical on a large scale. Basis. Yeah,
0: for sure. Anyway, I thought that was really interesting. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, okay. So there's, there's some other announcements of panels. Obviously, Warner Brothers is going to do Wonder Woman Suicide Squad. Um, DC is gonna bring a bunch of costumes and props. Um, yeah, the
1: one thing I find really interesting is that DC Entertainment is bringing in the Invisible Jet. Which I don't even you know that's a thing.
0: How's it a thing? Which is. Don't get me started on the Invisible Jet again. <laughs> no,
1: but it's just awesome that DC <laughs> Entertainment is bringing it considering it's not in the
0: movie. It's not in the movie. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, NBC and Universal, uh, they're gonna be doing a panel. They're gonna have Powerless Grim and of course other, other stuff. Right. And then Vikings, as we've talked about before, is gonna make a big presence as well. And there is going to be... I thought you would like this. Did we talk about this? Uh, no, but I like pins. Yeah, so uh, because of your love of pins, Mondo is bringing these awesome Mega Man pins to San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, oh and awesome. they're 8-bit. Oh, those are sick, dude. I want them. I want them, too. 10 bucks.
1: Oh, I'll get them for 10 oh, bucks.
0: That's that's a deal. Done. Sold. Um All right, that sounds good, dude. And Sideshow, I thought I'd throw this in here. There's an update to Sideshow um, because they put in the... Uh, Stormtrooper, if I'm not mistaken. Where's the picture? Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a list the gold of all the chrome, chrome version. version. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, and then I did put one underneath there because it wasn't in the sideshow. Um, but there is oh, a yeah. new Lego exclusive and they're doing a Lego Hydra Captain America. And you can tell, because awesome. he's angry looking, which is not Captain America. Not Captain America. But yeah, if you open up and take a look, it's pretty cool.
0: Which we've talked about that at length. So, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> hydra america that's badass dude i like that cool dude um and we have a uh, official announcement of we talked about last week i think the hall of faces um it's gonna be cool for game of thrones and there's gonna be uh there's an update on this one as well the Scavenger, they're eyes. gonna be doing a scavenger hunt. i want to do this um and man this is gonna be fun um okay so
1: We've already taken part in a couple. I mean, because remember we have. when The World's End came out?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not The
1: World's End. Um...
0: No, what was it? It wasn't that. It was something no, else. No, it was The right. World's End. Was it? Yeah, it was the third in the Cornetto trilogy. And we had to, like, go around. Yeah, and, and you had
1: to go around to all the bars and get yeah. the cards. And if you collected all the cards, then oh, you got to right. do a, a screening.
0: Oh, that's fun. So here's what you need to track down. So post in front of the May Thrones jewelry display case in the Hall of Faces experience. So no matter what. That's just gonna make that line ridiculous. Right. Um, Hang out next to the Silver Knight King bust. Speaking of his wintry grace, share a photo of you or someone in the night. Oh, in the Night King mask. Remember King Robert Baratheon and try on his crown and grab a Thrones sigil stationery set.
1: So the thing is, there's you have to go to the offsite thing, but you have to go to all the different booths, right? To in the convention to, to get these pictures.
0: And it looks like once all the photos have been posted to Twitter using uh, hashtag GOT scavenger hunt, you'll head to the US Clue Game of Thrones booth, uh, between nine and five o'clock on Saturday to enter your name, contact info, and Twitter handle into a raffle for a chance to win one of 15 SCCC Game of Thrones prize packs, um, valued approximately 200 bones. Uh, does it say what's included? It says nothing of that. No. Oh, prize pack includes Game of Thrones Clue.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: SECC expansion pack. Oh, that's the, okay. Um, uh, McFarlane Iron Throne, uh, construction set, factory entertainment, Game of Thrones plush figures, dark horse, um, Varys figure. Um, that'd be cool. Uh, Insight Edition Sigil Stationary set and Game of Thrones The Night King t-shirt. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. No, I'm in, Yeah, dude. so
1: we're going to be doing that on, because fr- I only have tickets for Friday and Saturday. Right. So we're going to get all the pictures on the f- floor on Friday, and then Indeed. we're going to submit our names on Saturday.
0: <laughs> done and done. Done and done. Cool, man. So um uh General Giant is unveiling a Rocket Raccoon exclusive, and it's- And a, it's
1: a cool-looking statue. It's an
0: animated statue. It looks so amazing. Look at that, dude. Yeah. Oh, so and then there's also a link to the exhibit hall if you're going to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um you get the whole map there and we'll go through that. There was an update on the Hall H wristband situation. I'm not terribly concerned about it. No. Um but if the you only
1: think we're planning on going trying to for Hall
0: H is uh Is Smith is later, Smith, yeah. yeah. So if you're trying to get into Hall H for this stuff, definitely check out the link to that. Uh two new Injustice two characters um are also gonna be unveiled at Comic Con, which um which sounds awesome, I'm guessing, during I'm, the panel.
1: Yeah, and I'm guessing one of them is going to be Black Canary. Okay. Because they still haven't officially announced that one yet, but there's been a whole bunch of hints. Cool. Uh, that she's going to be one, so that would be my guess. All right.
0: And uh last couple things are going to segue into our last segment here are... Our, our, Right, we're going to tag this on because we're going to do a gaming episode at some point, And it was kind of getting to coming to a head to the point where we're like, okay, we have to talk about this now or we're never going to talk about it. And it's better to do it before Comic Con. So, uh, Pokemon Go is coming to, uh, Comic Con and makes sense. <laughs> uh, and basically what's going to be happening is, um, let's see, let's see. Um, there's going to be panels and some other stuff going on. Um, on Thursday in room 25 ABC, um, and it'll probably pack, considering uh, the game is kind of popular. A little bit. Right now. And Legendary Pictures is basically trying to grab the movie rights to Pokemon right now. Right. Which, I mean... I don't know. I used to watch a show and stuff a ton when I was a kid. I never understood why there wasn't a big thing. I don't know if they're going to do a live action thing or something. That'd be kind of crazy, but you could do it this day and age. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And actually, I was going to bring the, the, uh, the idea of a movie up in uh, in a little
0: bit. And actually, it'll be after the third story we get to. Here, so mm-hmm. cool, dude. All right. So, um, let's just, we're going to talk about this Pokemon Go thing. We've both been playing.
1: Yeah. And this is my first real. Uh connection with Pokemon.
0: Yeah, and I uh my brother and I got into it quite a bit back in the day. Um I did have some of the cards, but mostly I played the early NES games um and watched the show a ton. I used to watch the show all well, the time. Well
1: I remember you and your old plush Pikachu used to I love
0: it. Pikachu, dude. I still have it somewhere. I gotta f think it's in a box, but it might be.
1: I don't see it.
0: Disappointing. You anyway.
1: Used to, it used to be on top of your TV.
0: Right. So um uh, I Pokemon's been around forever I've you know it's something that I've always enjoyed I that's kind of got me into like anime and that kind of right. stuff and, and, and it's a lot of fun um and it was it was a fun show and my brother and I that was something we bonded over right so here we are 2016 and this app comes out called Pokemon go like what a little over a week ago now Yep. and it's it's nuts
1: yeah and it and- like this first article we're talking about, it says it's bringing people together like never before. I mean, we just walked around our little town here. <laughs> we yesterday. were
0: standing on the corner a second ago. Yeah. And some of our students drove up, you're playing Pokemon. And like, just like all of them had their phones in their hands and they took off.
1: Yeah. And we, and we, we were walking around town yesterday and people we don't even know were yelling, What team are you on? Yeah. Because they wanted us to to take part in their gym fight.
0: Well, because there was a gym right there at Town Hall and the guy was asking us, he's like, Dude, I'm trying to take over the gym. Like, what, what team are you on? We're like, Red, he's like, <laughs> you know, um. So anyway, uh, yeah, it is bringing people together, and to me, it feels, to me, it's kind of funny because it kind of feels almost like Comic Con feels because everybody's geeking out over something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you walk around Comic Con, you don't have to feel embarrassed for geeking out over something or doing something silly, um, or cosplaying or whatever you're doing. Um, and somebody will ask you about it because someone's interested in it. But yeah. this is weird. This is like I've never had an experience like this. Before. This is this is something that is an absolute phenomenon, which is like, OK, well, people, you wouldn't even think people maybe have been exposed to Pokemon, maybe not kids like half the kids we know um, probably wouldn't be. But everybody's playing it. And yeah. so that, that has everybody talking about a video game and interacting in the world in a way that no one's ever done before, which is really yeah, interesting.
1: The, the two things I think why is because it's so immersive. It is. um, And you could do it wherever you are. And that's an aspect because of the augmented reality, and we've talked about augmented reality exactly. here before, especially in respect to that Star Wars uh, video that they showed, right, uh, with the the hollow table and everything. And this is just like the first experience that a lot of people are having with it,
0: right? Um, so a, a couple things before we get to some of the articles, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to kind of do it in a couple different ways. We're going to talk about a little bit of news and some of the positive parts of the, a- the game. Of course, there are negatives that would that go along with something like this. And then there's a couple hints we'll do. So this is kind of a precursor to a future gaming, episode. gaming spinoff we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with some of the news. So Pokemon Go is bigger than Facebook, Snapchat and Twitter right now.
1: Yeah. And the way they can say it is, uh, it's a, a metric that they have that's, uh, the most daily users. Mm-hmm. And so far it's just getting more daily users than Facebook, Snapchat and Twitter apps. And that'll take, that'll taper off
0: eventually. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine, but. Um, and of course, with that, it becomes the biggest mobile game in history.
1: Yeah. And this is where I was going to come back to the movie is, uh, I mean, when you say it's the biggest mobile game in history, you're talking over Candy Crush, yeah. over Angry Birds, um, all these famous movies and Angry Birds has already gotten a movie based on Exactly. It too, so.
0: And what's funny about that, too, is, um, I, I, I play a little Angry Birds Star Wars and stuff like that. I, I never gotten a Candy Crush, but I play Marvel Puzzle Quest, very similar. Right. Um, and, and what I find interesting is that these things do come and go. You know what I mean? In popularity, you know? So I'm interested to see kind of where this goes. But this game does something that the other ones don't. It forces you to move around the world. Yes. It forces you to interact with people. It forces you to kind of – um, it forces you to walk. And What I really enjoyed about it is when I first got into it that first or second day, I'm walking around with my kids. They're like, oh, did you find one? You know, my kids are loving it. And then I see my students walking around. And they're not on their hoverboards and not on their scooters and not on their bikes. They're walking around town with their phones, yes, and playing the game. And I and asking me about it. When I saw them, I thought that was really cool. I was like, this is a game, but yeah, you have to physically move the world to play it. And I think that is it's huge when it comes to not breaking the stereotype of gamers because we're we'll get to the negative part, but um it it does buck part of what it means to be a gamer. Most right. people stereotype us as just sitting in our parents basements drinking Mountain Dew and eating Cheetos and playing video games you know what I mean and this is putting you out into the sunshine it's beautiful it's summertime and this is what's happening so it's pretty well I mean
1: to to kind of let you guys in on something is you know we took a little break
0: a little bit ago because
1: Marshall's (laughs) wife came and said all right I took over the gym down the street you guys have to walk down there and put in your Pokemon right now
0: well what's funny is we a lot of gyms are churches Right. And we have Including
1: four. Baptist.
0: Oh, yeah, that's amazing. We have four or five churches in our, like within three blocks of me. Right. And we have a Catholic church over there, Episcopalian over here, blah, blah, blah. So there's a church literally at the end of my block. Right. And, um, and that's a, and that's a gym. And I've taken it over a couple of times and we've been threatening to do it and so my wife went down and took it over and she's like you guys gotta put your guys in so we like basically got up from the mics walked down the street and that's when we saw our students stuff it was just funny it got us out of our podcasting chairs
1: it did and you know talking (laughs) about students really quick you know i can't wait till we go back to school and all the students are forbidden from bringing out their phones oh my god but i'm gonna be sitting at my desk and having my phone out there whenever i see a buzz i'm getting that yeah i'm gonna get one you can't (laughs)
0: that's awesome um all right so of course with this pokemon our nintendo stock uh goes up 25%, um, which yeah, is a big deal.
1: Which is a big deal, but the funny thing is is because of uh, um, the way that it's, it's made, Nintendo is most likely making less money than Apple or Google is
0: on this. Because that's who's reaping the benefits of the app being on their service, yes. right? Yeah. So that's... Well, that, yeah. Well, because, I mean... The money part of it goes to Nintendo, right? Right.
1: Well, for licensing and, and everything like that. Yeah. But, um, it's the, but
0: the microtransactions are going to Apple and Google. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But not
1: well, only that, but also they had to pay for the right to, uh, for the Google login system. Oh, right? right.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> but their stock's up. Yes. So that's something. <laughs> uh, it's not great in rural areas. Um, as we can attest. And we live in a small town and basically the best place to play these, this game is in a, dense uh uh like downtown area like if you go downtown like where pippies is um there's pokestops everywhere
1: yeah and on the other hand i live about two miles away on the other side of the river right and there's nothing around i mean there's there's two gyms nearby but they're not
0: but they're not within reach and we actually went walking on the coastal trail the other day and didn't get a single buzz nothing so it's really interesting um i think that eventually that'll change but and again Games like this, mobile games, they get updates. And I am I'm already imagining the amazing updates that are going to come and expand this game, which is, which is going to be a lot of fun. Well,
1: one thing that they really talked about on, uh, on Nerdist News, and actually, cause Jessica Chobot's a huge mm-hmm. power, uh, uh, po- um, Pokemon. Pokemon fan. Um, she was talking about how the, the main trailer from last year showed the big battle in Times Square going up against Meowthu. Oh, yeah. Or- yeah. Mewtwo, Mewtwo, yeah, and um, how that isn't even in it yet, because um, there have been people that have been doing um, data mining
0: Oh, the really? code,
1: and you know there are one hundred and fifty-two original Pokemon, right? But there are only one hundred and forty-six that are released in the game so far. Oh, interesting. And the six are five legendary ones, including Mewtwo, right? And then there is one that's not a legendary, but it's
0: the one, one. from the one from um, Magicarp.
1: No, I don't remember. It's, okay. but it's, but no, it's six base Pokemon that are not available yet. Oh, really? Okay. And so there's that, but the fact that, remember that if you remember the, the original trailer, you had all, these hundreds of people flocking to Times Square to battle Mewtwo in a group environment with a 10 minute timer.
0: Interesting. So we haven't yeah. even gotten to We that haven't gotten to yet. the group content yet. <laughs> and one of the things that I'm, now that we're just talking off the cuff about this, one of the things that kind of bums me out that is different, like, about, like, Marvel Puzzle Quest and, um, you know, Galaxy of Heroes we've been playing is that there's that social aspect. Like, I can't, like, friend you. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no guild function. Like, there's teams, but you don't know who's on the team or who's doing what. And you don't, you can't, there's no leaderboards. There's nothing like that. Um, so eventually, I'm sure all that stuff will come. I hope so. Um, There is a whole slew of other articles I put in here that i probably not going to talk a lot about, but some of the positives, I guess, sort of, of the game. It's become kind of a dating app.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is really weird.
0: I don't even know how that would work. What do you just, like, What I mean, how does that work?
1: Uh Unless it's forcing people to meet in person, but, like, remember how I keep telling you how uh, Central Park is packed? Yeah. Like, here's a picture of it.
0: Oh, my God. Holy crap. That's a lot of people.
1: And here's another one of a meetup in Central Park at night.
0: Oh, what? Come on. That's insane, dude. Um so yeah, I guess it's a, my wife and I drove from Pokestop to Pokestop and caught a ton of Pokemon while chasing down silhouettes of Pokemon along the way. Um it's more fun than it sounds. We end up having a good luck with servers, blah blah blah. Um and it's basically saying that the highest ranked poka rank post was about a user named uh, Unity Tree of a, of Savior who randomly encountered another Pokemon Go user while exploring town. The two talked about Pokemon for a while and greed to go on a date the next day. <laughs> so, I mean, but again, this is definitely the opposite of like, let's say an Xbox Live game, you know, where you're, you hear someone's voice uh, over, over calm and that's it. You know, you're physically standing next to them. This, this game gets you moving to a location around other people with similar interests holy cow
1: that's a meetup at the sydney opera house
0: because yep, it's open up in uh yeah and one of the things we didn't say was it's now available in the uk australia italy it's opening up all over the place so um it's helping some people's mental health which is also another positive um and i didn't jump into this one so Somebody, people, someone with anxiety and depression to most of the weekend outside with friends is unreal. So that's, I, and I get that. Like, you know, if you're, if you're dealing with something like this, that can keep you inside and you're like, well, I kind of want to go outside (laughs) and like, come with me friends. And it's like, you're helping you deal with some of that stuff. I think that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, and there was a privacy issue i didn't dive too deep into this but yeah, obviously yeah. with any of these things there's terms of service and yep. there was something in there that said they could really do more than they probably ever would um and i think they went back on well,
1: that well the the biggest thing was uh, cuz you know you could log in with your google mm-hmm. and it turns out that the in the 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 first the initial uh, uh launch uh, you a lot of people didn't realize that you gave complete access over to your email so oh, that means, nice. That means theoretically they could have gone in and deleted email or read your email. <laughs> and so it was with the 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 one point one uh drop um that they took about to, to basic
0: uh right. stuff. Okay, so that's good. Um my favorite post, I think, of all of these is Pokemon pub crawls are a thing. Yep. In big cities, you can like I mean, okay, what's better? Not only okay, so one of my favorite things is our WA group that we do. Right. And this is through Star Wars The Old Republic. If you skip our Star Wars The Old Republic section, this is something that we talk about every week. But, um, which isn't running this week, which we didn't talk about. Um, cause everybody's out of town and probably next week too, cause we're out of town. But long and the short of it is one of my favorite things of the week is sitting with my wall group, right. my, my people in Star Wars The Old Republic and playing and listening to them talking and drinking, having a good time. I'm drinking alone in my room by myself. Yeah, you are. But talking to people that are hundreds and hundreds of miles away from me. Sometimes, and a couple of guys are on the other side of the planet. Right. Um, so what I love about this is the fact that all right, let me go on a Pokemon pub crawl. Not only am I playing a video game with friends, but I'm also drinking.
1: Yeah, well, you and I went to uh, to a bar last uh, yesterday.
0: Yeah, and we were having a,
1: a beer and eating some fries at the bar, and the bartenders were there playing with
0: us. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, but I I really hope because I did a pub crawl at San Diego, uh, not last year but the year before that with my brother. I don't brother. even
1: want to know how many Pokestops and gyms are going to oh, be. In,
0: it's going to be gas lamp. Everybody's phone is going to be dead.
1: Yeah. And
0: <laughs> that's the other problem. You know what's
1: funny? This is also the first year the city is offering free Wi Fi oh, in the area.
0: That's going to be a problem. <laughs> Everybody's phone is going to be dead. <laughs> that's going to be funny. All right, man. So, um, so Pokemon Pub crawls. Um there was the police crashed a meet up.
1: Yeah, this actually this is a pretty funny you got to open it up and read it, Cause I,
0: I read, I saw the headline but I didn't Yeah, what
1: it was was there's a uh a big group of people that met up in uh in Long Beach. Uh huh. And um because it turns out in this in this kind of park area, there was a whole bunch of pokey stops and gyms. <laughs> and so you could go there and so there was like two hundred people there. Right. And they were all, you know, playing Pokemon is it is at night and everything. And so a cop car pulls up. <laughs> And his lights are on, and they're going, and he steps out, and everyone's like, "What's going to happen?" Oh, All of a sudden, the cop car starts starts blasting the original theme song. Oh, that's amazing.
0: Ah, oh, that's great. I love, I love our lives right now. Okay, so my battery on my mic died, and now we're back. So anyway, um, so this one I thought was kind of cool is that you can now request Pokemon Pokestops in your neighborhood. So there's a forum. It's basically like entering in a ticket in an MMO. Um, you say, like, hey, I want this here, and why, and you take a picture of it and stuff. I think it's a little more involved than it should be, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, also with the data miners, they found something to do with McDonald's.
0: Oh, yeah, I did see an article so about long that. So
1: long-term, it could be that there's a, a marketing deal between uh, McDonald's and Pokemon where uh, just all the McDonald's around the country will turn into Pokestops and gyms. And,
0: and this is something that I added in um somewhere in the positives. um. Is that you could actually lure?
1: Oh, yeah, it's in your customers. In
0: your yeah, and and, and this, as a business owner, it's like uh, I know my wife posted a picture of a of of a Pokemon in her in the shop among the socks. Yeah, you know, well,
1: she should make it a, a PokeStop.
0: Well, Don't and that's request. and that should, we're going to request it, and that would be really a cool way to bring people in. And I, and it's just why not have it? You know, chains and stuff can jump on it, and everybody benefits, right? Yep. All right, so um what else do we have here oh of course speaking of rio <laughs> wants you to play pokemon at the olympics well of course they do yes they do with all the drama around rio right now yeah they,
1: they need all the good they can.
0: <laughs> exactly get. um twitch also jumped on the bandwagon and is now having twitch pokemon channels which is pretty badass right um and <laughs> the battle for the white house pokemon gym i don't even understand how this would be a thing all right uh so white house Yes. Is a gym. Yes. Are people doing stupid things? Cuz we're getting to the negatives. Okay, the
1: thing is is with gyms you've got to be within a certain amount of feet.
0: Yeah, you do. It'd be fairly close. Yeah, like within like, you know, 50 yards.
1: Yeah, and the White House has perimeters. Mhm. Um so unless you can reach it from the fence, which there's, there's always crowds around the fences of the White House because people right. take pictures and for sure and whatnot. But uh, yeah, this is definitely an issue for Secret Service that they would have to deal with.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so Area Fifty One. Yeah, so
1: there's this guy <laughs> who went out to Area Fifty One, and it turns out he was able to find a um a whole bunch of Pokemon which were hard to find at other places. Like he found a Pony
0: panitra oh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah it's the evolved one of the uh i caught one earlier but yeah so
1: so anyway so he was able to find those there's a whole bunch of gems that were never touched yeah and everything and 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 this is just him going to like one was a a mural and one was a statue right
0: right right um and and it did say in this article too that a lot of like secret facilities are on the map for this right. but like how are you gonna get there <laughs> exactly uh they did announce that space is not part of it though oh that makes sense <laughs> who's imagine, going could you imagine spacex would be like <laughs> yeah can
1: you, can you imagine if like the can you just space get me station up to warm?
0: can you just get me up to a certain elevation please give me up to uh you know low earth orbit so yeah, i can what, get what that if focused the only, up yeah
1: what if the only place to get Mewtwo to was uh, the international
0: <laughs> space station kind of badass actually all right moving on um all right, so there was a the first update to the game, fix some of the bugs. Still a ton of bugs. Yes. Still crashes all the time. Um, And again, they will catch up at some point with this, for sure. Um, And what so do you got So there's in? an
1: article on comicbook. I think it was ComicBook.com,
0: and um, it was talking about how the true
1: heroes of Pokemon Go are those that are uh, endeavoring to evolve the
0: Magikarp. Because Magikarp is... And I loved it from the show because it's basically a flopping fish. Yeah, it's useless and it's totally useless. It does nothing. It just blah, 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 but it requires 400 to evolve it. But I have, I have one. I've caught it twice. It's like level 30 something right. or CP 30 something. And it takes 400 to actually level up. Once it levels up, it's one of the most powerful things right. in Pokemon. Uh, but you will never get there. And those people that are, I'm hats off to you. You're doing great work. Let's get to the negatives, could we?
1: Yeah, my Magikarp is CP10. Awesome. So, uh. Yeah, definitely there's some <laughs> negatives.
0: <laughs> okay, so certainly the negatives to a game like this. Um, there has been car crashes. There has been a couple people who have walked off a cliff. Yeah, Saw that the other day. And it's like, okay, so you hop a fence just to catch a Pokemon, then you fall off a cliff, and then what? Then you end up in the hospital and you're like, so what happened? Well, I was playing Pokemon. Yeah. Um, fortunately this one guy who ran off the road and ran into a tree was okay and didn't hurt anybody. didn't hurt anybody else but it's like dude okay this is what gives gamers a bad name and i was telling you this yesterday and this is part of the issue that i think that hopefully this game was kind of bridging a gap and right. bringing gaming into other people's you know uh, worlds but i don't like the fact that now it's like okay, so gamers are leaving the houses and they're being idiots. Yeah, you the, know, and the two
1: guys <laughs> that fell off the cliff, they uh
0: they actually they went past a no trespassing
1: fence, yeah, to go into a restricted area, and that's why they and that's the why they fell off a cliff. Yeah, but th- th- what's happening is is it's forcing people to go to more remote areas, and so so far there have been two dead bodies that have been found in in streams because right. people are going to,
0: and there was some there was somebody uh it helped some case too about somebody finding somebody yeah. um, you know some case i can't remember what it was but I've, there's a ton of these stories but what bums me out the most is that i don't want um i don't want gamers who can actually drive without playing um who can like you know
1: <laughs> have respect for uh, certain environments
0: not like the national historic
1: uh, holocaust museum
0: seriously if you're catching pokemon and you're at auschwitz you are having a different problem. You know,
1: this is, it totally reminds me of Bieber a couple of years ago when he yes. went to the Anne Frank house yeah. and he said, uh, Anne Frank would totally be a believer. Oh my God.
0: I don't get stuff like that, but, and, and this is where something that is so, and it, and it's a huge fad obviously right now and it's something that people are latching onto, but at the same time, um, it's something that people have to be aware of because I don't granted there's a big warning every time you log into the game you have to do it a lot because the game crashed a lot it says be aware of your surroundings obviously you shouldn't do this in drive you shouldn't text and drive you shouldn't do any of these things in drive but at the same time if you're walking around town just because you want to get to some remote location doesn't mean you should cross a a no trespassing sign and blah blah so i mean or jaywalk without looking and 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 to me that's common sense
1: yeah but not to everybody yeah follow three (laughs) rules yeah be safe (laughs)
0: <laughs> use common sense
1: and be respectful
0: yeah and and if you're not doing those things you shouldn't be playing a game that takes your eyes off the world yes um all right so have we covered the negative
1: uh oh. no the national park service yeah has uh, <laughs> issued actually a, have you a, watched it i have not
0: oh uh, so there's a psa which i think is amazing because i think okay so there's a lot of things happening in this video
1: there is first of all this guy's <laughs> hilarious he's being very facetious they
0: picked the best person he's being condescending Pretty facetious and also promoting Pokemon Go and National Park. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, well, the National I Park Service, it. okay, I'm going to talk to somebody who's actually a National Park Ski. Okay. Um, and I've, there are over 400 sites in the National Park Service system, right? And I've been to over 200 of them. And, oh What's that? You're my hero. I, I know. And they actually have a system called Passport to your National Parks. So it's very similar to like you get stamps. It's very yeah. similar to like collecting collecting your Pokemon. Yeah. Right. Um. And the thing is, is be respectful of your national parks. There are certain places you can't go.
0: Right. Um. Just, and you shouldn't go because if you go. run into a bear. And you're looking at your screen.
1: Well, and it's not only that, but you have national cemeteries. You don't right. want to go crawling over graves and stuff like that. I mean, although I hear graveyards are, but it's different when, you know, war heroes. And you know what I mean? It's just, it's, be respectful. It just goes back to one of those three rules. But um also be safe and use common sense. Because as somebody who's been to the Grand Canyon, um, most of the Grand Canyon. I love the Grand Canyon. Oh, it's awesome. I loved it. I spent a week there. And um most of the Grand Canyon does not have barriers at their uh, railings at their edges no because um, it's
0: the Grand canyon it's huge
1: right <laughs> um if so they rail that off <laughs> can you imagine if those two guys who fell off the cliff oh, were God at the Grand sake. canyon no well. you're dropping four thousand feet
0: me hella dead um I'm with you man and i and I think that um because I think we should you know start wrapping some of this up but I think part of the negatives I think with the game is that people have a hard time using common sense when they're out in the world right and you know we have a hard enough time with you know being safe on the internet let alone being safe out in the world and, right. and and when to make the right decisions and stuff like that so if you're gonna play the game play the game so it doesn't ruin it for everybody else because if all of a sudden there's a bunch of lawsuits and stuff like that and they're starting to win these lawsuits then we're gonna have a serious problem with a game that people are enjoying so exactly um, so a couple of the hints Do we want to cover a couple of these um, or do we want to skip them? Well, do you want to cover the children's hospital? Thing? Oh, yeah. Let's cover the children's hospital thing. Um, so there was also a children's hospital warned staff about Pokemon Go players. Um, which is kind of interesting because this says, excuse me. It says, Millions of players are exploring the neighborhood. Thanks, Pokemon Go, blah, blah, blah. Uh, not a uh, nationwide children's hospital, one of the top pedi- pediatric hospitals in the country recently warned staff about Pokemon Go players trying to enter restricted areas. So again, this is one of those things like you don't want, some kid playing Pokemon Go walking in into an intensive care unit, or uh, or an area with something hazardous, or whatever. You well, know I mean, what I mean,
1: if you are stupid and you walk into a hazardous oh, area stupid. and you self you get sick,
0: yeah. you are stupid. Yeah.
1: But what if you are in an area where somebody has such a weak immune system that any interaction with anything can get them sick, right. and you cause multiple people to get ill.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's and that's a huge thing, dude. So. Um, again, common sense is important. Don't ruin it for everybody. Just stay on the right paths and don't get crazy. You know? All right. Now, as for hints, um, you know, we're not usually one for
1: exploits on the show, but there are some hints and guides and stuff. Um, we're not going to really go into them, but we'll, we'll list them here and you can go, uh, find them uh, through the links in our site. Yep. Um, you've got a
0: hint on how to save your battery while playing. There's a battery save mode. Use it. I suggest it. Yes. Um, Um, there's, um, how to gain a lot of XP. Uh, the easiest way to do it is evolve your guys and use your lucky eggs when you get them. Yep. That's the best way to do it. Um, we talked about earlier about how your business can profit. Right. Um, how to get Pokecoins and Pokemon Go basically taking over gems and keeping them there and you get a reward of 10 coins every time. Um, how to uh, evolve your Pokemon better? Yeah. And that's a combination of things. Um, you know, and experiment with it a little bit, I would say. I mean, you can trade in your lower ones, um, to get candy for your bigger ones, uh, to evolve them. Um, but you can also play with that a little bit too, to get some more experience. So, yeah. Um, how do we get more Pokeballs for free? Obviously, Pokestops are the best way exactly. to do it. Exactly. And find a dense downtown area and, and hang out for an hour. Urban in areas
1: are the best place because they're a huge impact of, uh, I mean, huge grouping of, of Stops.
0: Exactly. You want to talk about this one?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the egg hatching hack, and we're not one for hacking. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Exploits. We're not supporting it. Uh, but I this is something I noticed on my own yesterday because I'm um, <laughs> doing it now. By the way, yeah, bouncing I, his leg. Well, I have a a side effect of some medication I'm on that causes my legs to bounce. Right. Yeah. And I don't even realize I'm doing it most of the time. Um, and so I we were sitting at the bar, and by the time we got it from the bar, I hadn't moved at all, but my Pokemon egg had been incubated 0.2 kilometers. Right. Um. So evidently, certain types of movement are going to, um, like trigger the movement of your movement. phone. Yeah. Um. And somebody figured out that if you put it on a turntable or attach it to a ceiling fan, <laughs> that's funny. It works. This is obviously a patch that's going to get taken care of fairly quickly. For so, sure.
0: Um. So if you're willing to do it, do it. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'll do. Um. And there's one last thing: freezing pokeballs, which is really annoying. Sometimes you go to catch one and it lands and then it glitches. Um apparently the outcome is the same no matter yeah, what. It has absolutely no impact on the gameplay. So either you got it or you didn't. So okay. when you log back in, check your log. Excuse me, your journal and you can check the top thing and see if you got it. If not, you have to catch it again. Yep. So, um, so this is our last episode before we go after Comic Con. Um, we have this episode and you probably either just after this or just before this got a universal usual. So we will record an ver- a version of episode 70 probably when we're on the road next week. Um, yeah, I'm sure
1: we're going to have at least two or three episodes while we're on the road.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, um, we may have a bonus episode coming to you about tonight. Rogue One trailer yeah. tonight. So, uh, this episode went longer than normal just because we, did what we did uh but uh we wanted to hang out with you before we before we went to comic absolutely and, and
1: uh it's our last time to please say uh if you're gonna be in the san diego area <laughs> yeah please come and have a fun with
0: us have a fun with us tweet us um any hints you have for san diego or something you want us to do or any way you want to help the show please feel free to do that so um we're not going to recap our usual roundup stuff real reviews one shot we already know what's coming we just yep. haven't done it yet um we'll do it when we get back so thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. So if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Emails Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and social network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter and Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and Google play. So please, uh, you know, share us and give us some positive ratings on those. Patreon.com, as we talked about in the beginning of the show, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Give a buck or two an episode and you can get, um, some extra goodies via our patreon uh dropbox and it's amazing and fun and you will love it and of course audible try.com audible com slash usual podcast and you can get a free book on us i'm so deep into the brandon sanderson verse but um definitely check out uh that on us and get a free book audiobooks are better when you're traveling we're listen love it and it's free yep and uh, be sure to have a fun have a fun we'll see you in comic-con boom